time and the universe both had a beginning. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. So if they had a beginning, what initiated mm-hmm. its its um its spread? Mm-hmm. Uh, what initiated the Big Bang? Mm-hmm. And that's where the unmoved mover comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is that there was something there. There was a, a supreme, whether it's a thought, supreme mind, uh, supreme deity. There was an originator which started mm-hmm. the process mm-hmm. and allowed it to go from there. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. Real discussions, real opinions, real stories and testimonies, real church talk. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. All right, welcome back to Acts 2 and 42 podcast. Um, This is Keith, and I got TJ with me talking a little bit about atheism. Um, atheism versus theism, and in this segment, we're actually going to deal directly with creation, the universe, the creation, whatever we, we know that there is. Uh, did it come through randomness? Did it come through a design? Is there a designer? Um, and to recap, in case this is the first episode you're watching, uh, but I'll be brief in case it's not, in case you saw the other ones, but uh, in the previous ones, we talked about trying to be honest in the conversation. Um, and not just trying to defend sides. In the last one, we talked about um, even Aristotle's views as a, as a Christian, as two Christians, we're not trying to promote um, theism because the heavens declare the glory of God. So that's proof. We're not trying to do that either. Um, so let's go to the greatest minds that society recognizes, which is like Aristotle and Einstein and such. Um, so we read several of those quotes. Einstein um, may not believe in the religion or the religious God, mm-hmm. Um, but he believes that there is a superior spirit that created the world. I'm mm-hmm. borrowing from different phrases of his. Uh, Aristotle, the same, that look, what we see is that there is a prime mover, a first cause, someone that started the creation of mm-hmm. all of it. If it's the guy that ignited the what they call the Big Bang and everything went from there, um, or if he broke out a tape measure and a and a and a you know saw or a tool or something and started to craft it, um, is neither here nor there. But there's a first cause according to Aristotle, and that first cause doesn't play by the rules or isn't isn't um, subject to them. Subject to the rules within the creation, mm-hmm. he is outside of it. Um, so in in the very last thing, you know, to give you know Richard Dawkins, who's a big name in the conversation, um, I pointed out, and I want to start off there that not from a religious approach, but just looking at creation. Mm-hmm. All right, so if there's evidence, and there's so many scientists and so many quotes that say, well, the more we know about the universe or the more we study the creation itself, one atheist scientist said the, the more credible the idea of a creator becomes. You know, one, another atheist scientist said the more I start to doubt my atheism. You know, like the, and they're coming from an approach not religiously, um, not a matter of faith, not a conviction of the heart, but looking at the data, scratching their head like, man, someone did this. Mm-hmm. So when Richard, Richard Dawkins is being interviewed, and it seems to me that he's against the concept of the religious deity, because when he'll accept the idea that it could have been an alien species or another higher species from another dimension or universe that or whatever. Could be create, that it could have been created. It could have been created, which is... All that really should be argued. Let's let's um, separate religion 
or religious concept of God. And let's stop calling him God because I think there's a religious connotation with that. Mm-hmm. When all we're talking about is the deity, the a first name. cause, mm-hmm. something created. Purpose, purposeful initiation. It's great. Purposeful initiation by something outside mm-hmm. of this world. Of the construct. Yep. Of the, the construct. Yeah. They say timeless, spaceless, and immaterial. Mm-hmm. Or what's is that it? Um, but nonetheless, you know, so it's like, I feel like Richard Dawkins at that point will accept it as long as it's anything other than the religious deity, God, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and I think if, again, separate the two and let's talk about that. So let's talk for a second. All right, all right Aristotle mentioned the prime mover. And I think that's what it kind of boils down to is even if we go uh, old earth theory, Billions of years, Big Bang, evolving over billions of years. And if we accept that, so what started the bang? And that's what we get to. Did the universe create itself? If so, like what was the first cause? What was the, what's the unmoved mover thing? Mm-hmm. You know, can you kind of, I don't know if I just did, but anything that I left wanting, can you kind of unpack that further and explain further to, again, to the, we're, we're, we're talking in layman's terms. We're talking just understanding both sides, understand what, What's in the conversation right now for people that don't know? Um, what's the first? What do you what do you say? Um, I think that, that if we're going with the the, the old Earth um, theory, even within that 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 theory, um, the universe has a beginning, and I believe we've. I say we. I believe that scientists have some have come to the understanding that time has had a beginning, that they've already agreed that the universe had a beginning, had an origin. Um, There's very few things where the science is settled, but mm -hmm. I think you're right. The science, in their mind, is is settled at around 18 to 20 billion years, and the universe and time started then. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just wanted to verify, I think it is a scientific fact in science. That time and the universe both had a beginning. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. So if they had a beginning, what initiated mm-hmm. its its um its spread? Mm-hmm. Uh, what initiated the Big Bang? Mm-hmm. And that's where the unmoved mover comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is that there was something there. There was a, a supreme, whether it's a thought, supreme mind, uh, supreme deity. There was an originator which started mm-hmm. the process mm-hmm. and allowed it to go from there. So, some suppose it's the universe itself. Mm-hmm. You know, hmm, so what? <laughs> I think the qu- a reasonable question is what what created, or what was the causation of the universe? Like what happened for the universe to create itself? Mm-hmm. Because we find gas and matter. Um, reacting. Yeah, Nature and we find that all within the universe. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if this was present, which mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I believe that, that that this is the understanding of the Big Bang that there was gases just present. Where'd that come from? Mm-hmm. Because if, we don't. If fe- you say it all began somewhere, we don't find gases that don't have an origin. Mm-hmm. You know that are that aren't connected to 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 the universe to the construct that we live in. Yep. Um. So, how was it there beforehand, and what 
what caused yeah. the bang? What caused the all of a sudden bang? And why don't we have anything else happening, you know, of the sort? Um, even within the universe. There's and again, I just I, I try to listen to scientists in regards to this. I'm not going to um theologians or Christians mm-hmm. that dabble. You know, I want to hear it again from uh, you know, not that it's credence to anything, but a little bit. You know, I want to go to someone that this is their field, you know, a biologist to tell me about biology, not a pastor. No offense, you mm-hmm. know, to anyone else. But um but when I listen to them, they're pretty sure <laughs> speak, you know, honestly, they're they're pretty sure that the data shows that they that the universe didn't create itself. And and so you can't claim the universe itself was the first cause because it is what it is the uh the effect. <laughs> the cause and effect. It's mm-hmm. the it's the effect. It's what came into existence after it was propelled, after it was after it began. But what was the catalyst? What was the mm-hmm. spark? What was the initiate? And it that's not the universe itself according to science. At least Man, I'm I'm interested in science that says otherwise. That it looks like it just did it on its own. It's just, um, but what what you what you touched on is is seems pretty crucial that the universe and everything in it, everything whether it's gas, what it doesn't matter what type of matter it is, mm-hmm. but from a scientific perspective, perspective, and I have to em- keep emphasizing that it's not a Christian one, um, but from a scientific one, there was nothing. You know, you understand, mm-hmm. like it, the universe and everything in it, including time itself, came into being. They say eighteen billion years ago. So something outside mm-hmm. of what we know in the material world, something that doesn't play by those rules, that doesn't exist in time, space, or matter, you know, I don't like giving examples other people have given, but like the computer, you know. The programs within the computer, the computer itself, the components, the hardware, and the software was created by someone within the hardware and software? <laughs> you know, because that's, that's, that's to, to, to blow this all up, that's what we have to tell ourselves. You know, either that it was random, or if it's not random, if the data says that it doesn't look like it's random, that then it had to have been someone outside of mm-hmm. the creation that isn't made of the components of the creation because he made all of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying he. I'm falling back on my, my Christianity here, you know, my, my theism. But um, that the creator, the creator couldn't be made of what he created because mm-hmm. he created it. It didn't exist before that. He's not bound to what he created. Yeah, he's, he's not, you know... Um, so we, we have a conundrum. We, we have, we have quite an issue. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You got any thoughts? I'm lost right now. <laughs> um, it's just hard to fathom. So he's like, you trip over like the metaphysical and, and that whole, it's, it's, it's very hard to, to, to articulate. Um, you have to be very, very skilled to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, you're trying to. You're trying to lend out ideas. You probably borrowed from somewhere else, but you're trying to lend them out by not using using terms of this world, talking about things that are not of this mm-hmm. world, if that makes sense. 
It's like, how does one do that? Like, <laughs> anyway. So, we have a first cause. We have an unmoved mover. And scientifically, um, do you know of any, any science that suggests that the universe made itself? Not offhand. Yeah. Um, outside of uh, the evolution theory, is that what they what they use? I, I actually think that's a little, that's a little different. I think the the theory of evolution comes later, um, like with the what's called the primordial soup, um, which so that's how people got here, not how the universe got here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the universe is tied to the Big Bang, um, mm-hmm. or comes from the Big Bang, which you would, from from my position, from what I understand of it, you would have to say that there was something here, mm-hmm. whether it be guesses, mm-hmm. um, that caused the Big Bang, and that you have to tie that to the universe creating itself. Yep. You know, so whatever was there, was the universe mm-hmm. just unformed, and from that bang created the formed and mm-hmm. known universe. Now, yep. um, that would be the only way that I see. Yeah. That science would support a universe that created itself. But even then, I mean, it's what's, what constitutes that is science. Um, I, I have a hard time because I want to see things that are repeatable, you know, concerning science. And I, I just don't think we see that. You know, I don't, we don't, I don't see a constant or even a subsequent bang, you know, something that came after that. Unless we're to say, well, it's outside the universe as well. Yeah, there's there's theories of that that like we're in a multiverse mm-hmm. that because and it's and it's it is a theory. I think it's a, admittedly a theory, but if there was a Big Bang here, then it begs the question or the thought mm-hmm. that well, there must have been other bangs. Well, there are in other universes of which we have no evidence of. You you understand like so that's. That's all imagination or conjecture, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no data. There's nothing observable. There's no science. There's no evidence that says multiverse, multiple banks, you know. Um, and I can understand the, the catch-22. That's like the Christian feeling like, oh, well, you want evidence of God, so you want me to show you God. Well, you want evidence of a universe we're not in. Mm-hmm. We can't even fathom what's in our universe, according to science and cosmology. Mm-hmm. How can we see something beyond it? We can't. You want keep. You want me to show you things. We, I I can't show you. Okay, I can see that. Um, you understand? So mm-hmm. uh, hey, that's that's me just trying to be fair as far as the tactics. When the, I feel like the atheist wants me to show them God, ignoring other evidence. Um, if and that's how you know we would we would frame it. We would we would feel. Um, but that's that's how they could respond to say, hey, prove multi prove multiverses. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, prove multiple banks. You can't do it. So I'm asking you to do something you can't do. But let's just be honest and say we can't do that. Yeah. I'll be honest and say I can't show you God. I can't say, hey, God, come here. Yeah. They want to talk to you. <laughs> you know, um, especially, I mean, it, to, to, to go back to the Christian, you know, doctrine, um, you have to believe in him first. You can see God. I can show you God. Um, he can show you God. Let's put it like that. Um, but that's after you choose to believe in what you've already been given. Mm-hmm. And you choose faith um, according to the Bible. After faith, then comes evidence in, in many cases, uh, but rarely evidence first. So, um, so anyway, but yeah, but you would have to, 
we kind of suppose or guess that there's multiverses and multiple bangs and say it's it stands logical or reasonable. Mm -hmm. Why would this be the only bang? You know, all right, well, that's all we have for that, though, I think. Um, so dealing with the first cause, the unmoved mover, um, and I, for those, especially Christians, um, well, other people be familiar with them too, but Kent Hovind, I'm not a big fan. Um, I'm, I'm not a big fan of presentation. I'm not a big fan of spiel and... <laughs> You know what I mean? Especially preachers. I don't, I don't, I don't care for it. Um, just talk normal, you know. But um, he gives this, he, he gave this big spiel, I'll say. And uh, he could have just said what we just said. The first cause has to be timeless, spaceless, and not subject mm -hmm. to the things which were created by him. Mm -hmm. So he existed outside of it before any of it. So those things can't pertain to him. Um, and he he did his way of doing it, but and he used the computer example as well. So I borrowed that from him. But, um, but you know, kind of Christian apologetics or theist apologetics to to the atheist. Um, what what exactly? I think I think eternal is one thing that coincides with what the first cause has to be. Yeah. And so, how would you explain to an atheist w what we believe about God being eternal? Because time has a beginning, anything that was before time would be eternal. Anything that's not subject to time will be eternal. Um, and because we, we consider that God is the, that there was a creator, the creator of time and space transcends, transcends time mm -hmm. and space. Mm -hmm. So he's not subject to time or space. Therefore, he would be eternal. There is no beginning. Mm -hmm. Because I think when we try to figure out, well, you know, who created God, or, or when we think of beginning, we're, when we think of God, we're, we're putting him into the construct of time, yep. into the confines of time. You know, say who created God? Yeah, as though he had a beginning. Mm -hmm. Well, beginning came with time. Beginning and end, mm -hmm. you know, is, is is time. He was before that, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever the creator was, is is before the thing created. Mm -hmm. Time is a creation. Yep. Space is a creation. Mm -hmm. He's outside of those things, yep. you know. Um, so that's why the, the, the mover, the unmoved mover. Is eternal. Yes. Has to be. Because so where there's time, he's before it. Where time ends, wherever that end of time, whether mm -hmm. there be an end of time or not, mm -hmm. he'll still be there. You know, or whatever the the yeah. initiator was, yep. will still be there outside of those things. Yep. So, Christianity coincides with, say, Aristotle, as we've we've mentioned, mm -hmm. um, because they believe what they call God, right? What the Christian calls God is what Aristotle calls the first cause, and he calls him the prime mover, the first cause, or the unmoved mover, and the, and the Christian calls God, or the he, uh, the Israelite calls God. Eternal. Mm -hmm. But they're describing the same thing. Self-existent, eternal. So, and dealing with creation. Like, whenever you get in this conversation about, you know, was the universe created? Who created it? And then that's, that's when, we, when we start asking questions about creation itself. It's like, all right, well, you know, the universe didn't create itself. So God made, all right, well, if God made it, you know, the atheist will ask the question, well, who, who made God then? Well, again, um, all questions are reasonable. All questions deserve being asked. Having a question doesn't mean that you have proof of anything mm -hmm. or disprove anything. It's just a question by itself. It's like doubt. 
doubt isn't evidence. Doubt is doubt. That makes sense? Um, so who created God? According to Aristotle, he wouldn't be God. He wouldn't mm-hmm. be the first cause if he wasn't the first cause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like it, to the atheist, not a religious, not a Christian answer, but a Greek philosophical answer, I'll say, is if someone created the first co- cause, they would then cease to be the mm-hmm. first cause. Mm-hmm. They would be the second cause. And we can keep going further. Well, who made that one? Well, then that would mean that, you see what I mean? Like, it's, it's um, not chicken or the egg, but it's... Um, that in itself, I think, is, is a type of paradox because those are conflicting ideas. You're asking, what was the cause of the first cause? Those are two conflicting statements or thoughts. Um, so to, to the atheist, again, not from a Christian perspective, but um, and to the Christian, to, to, to the, we can be you know, semi-informed. Um, we, we agree with Greek philosophy there. We agree with thinkers and, mm-hmm. and even scientists that um, something did it. We may disagree on evidence of who did it, or mm-hmm. the validity of the Bible or Christ. But the first cause makes them the first cause. So the question of well, who made them, or how did they exist, or where did they come from? We it's like saying how are there multiverses? I've already conceded. There's no evidence for or against. We cannot know this, and mm-hmm. I can't tell someone you can't believe in a multiverse because you can't prove it. You know, I I can't prove where God comes from either because I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. It's outside of this world. Mm-hmm. It all took place, whether it was the, the theological God or whether it's a mind or whether it's a, a superior species. Um, no one can prove the first cause, the origin of the first cause, the, the makeup, the material of the first cause. That's why it's the first cause. It's not subject. We, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're kind of spinning around it right now. Anything to add to that? I mean, I'm, if I think it, it begs one, two, two definitely um understand for the atheist that the who made god argument is it's not valid it's it's just merely arguing mm-hmm. you know um because considering that if this creator is before time then the idea of origin the idea of origin only comes with time mm-hmm. you know so it's like we take the thing outside the construct and now put it in the construct and say well who made that you know then we put them in the construct and they have to explain who made them well that's a fallacy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, take him out, and we see that there there is no need for an origin, you know. Um, yeah, I, I think it it stands to to point out, but it also stands to caution the the Christian to uh, to see that, you know, to see that conflict. Because I think a lot of times we when we're asked questions as a Christian, mm-hmm. we're looking to respond without considering. Well, hold on, that's not a valid argument, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but to also understand, you know, the 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 fact that God isn't bound. Yeah. Whatever the creation, whatever the creator is, is not bound to the creation. Yep. And and I want to point out, we're gonna have we're gonna have a, a, a brief episode just talking about God fallacy. Um, but this is not a case of God fallacy. I don't think like you know, mentioning before, the atheist may not fully understand when a Christian says such and such. They don't understand that's part of the, the religion itself. Even if, even, that's assuming the religion has merit, you mm-hmm. know, that it makes it a valid or substantial, you know, uh, uh, piece of evidence or thought just because it's the religion. But the person themselves is not being disingenuous. The person mm-hmm. itself is not being uh, ridiculous by saying this. It, you would have to blame the whole religion, not not the, the, arg- the person in the argument. Um, and I just didn't have to say all that. <laughs> to say this. Um, <laughs> 
But it's it's another case where um, we have to be familiar with both sides. We have to be familiar with how the other per person views things. And in this case, it's not a God fallacy when the question is asked or, or you know, who created God for the Christian to say, well, that's what makes him God. I mean, because essentially, as far as the religion goes, God would not be God. Had he been created. Had he been created. By, by God, we're saying the supreme spirit mm -hmm. that Einstein referenced, the supreme whatever, the first cause that Aristotle and other thinkers referenced. So by default, that term God is mm -hmm. only applied to a character that fits what those men referred to. When Except you have we the have one. a religion, a, an honor or admiration and worship towards mm -hmm. it. You can't classify God, whether it be Einstein's God or Aristotle's God or the Christian God or as far as I understand, well, no, I can't go that far because there are some gods which people worship as gods who are who do have a, a um a, an origin. Mm -hmm. But according to what we believe, and to even what you know uh, Aristotle references, you that can't be God if it is created. You know that yep. thing is it exists all by itself. You can't have a created creator of all things. If it created all things, how they created by something else? Yep. You know, uh, you could just go back to your point earlier. If it's been created, then you can't call it the creator of all things, which is the idea that I believe Aristotle is pushing for. Yep. It is the prime mover. Yep. You know, it is it is the 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 unmoved mover, or the first cause that the one that sets everything else in motion, mm -hmm. not yep. the one that was set in motion to set everything else in motion. Mm -hmm. Yep. Man, and I, I'm this isn't a theological discussion, so I'm going to save. Um, theology for another, you know, but um, just talking about it all makes me think about the wisdom of God, you know, the word of God, the logos, mm -hmm. and Christ was, you know, the word made flesh, and I'm like, yo, yeah, this actually helps that, like, it helps me interpret that by thinking of all of this. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, it's not an exercise in futility, it's actually, I think it's it's relevant to the faith itself for the Christian. It's not just, hey, I, I'm not interested in arguing with atheists, I'll just believe what I want. I think we should all contemplate these things. Mm -hmm. um, it's beneficial. And I just, contemplating what you were just saying, I'm like, wow, it made me think about Christ and who we say he is. And anyway, so I didn't want to get into the, the whole theology of it, but, um, so that's, it's not a God fallacy, it's not just, oh, we're just saying, boom, God. You know, that's, but it's part of our faith, but. It's not even our faith that's making that up. Mm -hmm. They agree with us that we can't have knowledge of it. We can, we can wonder. You know, it was Enoch that said, you know, the angel asked him, why do you want to know this? I want to know all things. <laughs> yes. I want to know it all. Um, and I think it's great, you know, when, it, when a man desires to understand as much as he possibly can. Um, but that's an area I don't think we're ever going to get an answer to. You're never going to get an answer to where did he come from. What is he made out of? You know, um, again, Aristotle, Einstein, anyone who talks about him, they admit the same things, you know. And I think they, they would admit we can't know it. We, we can um, speculate as to the mind of it. We can speculate mm -hmm. as to the purpose, you know, and all these things. But um, origin, he has none. What he is or where he is, again, it's outside of our world. Mm -hmm. we, we have no, if aliens did it, where would they come from? If you believe aliens could have done it, well, let me ask you, where did they come from? You have no freaking clue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, how, how would you suppose that? I don't know. Another universe. How would you know that? 
You know, we could do the same thing, and it goes back to the first episode. It's tactics. That's not a, that's not a fair tactic. It's not a fair approach for me to say, oh, alien? Where did they come from? What are they made out of? Mm-hmm. If they made all this, what are they made out of? Oh, something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, I don't suppose you would have a better answer than I could have for God. Mm-hmm. And again, it's, this is not a Christian conversation. It's not a Christian argument. It's not a God fallacy. And I just wanted to kind of explain that, you know, for the merit of the conversation, that this, this is reasonable thought. This is about as reasonable as I think it can get. Mm-hmm. Um, but not being utterly experts, if there's a, a gross error of misunderstanding, I'm, I'm open. Um, to the things that we're asking for, if we made an error, I mean, I'm, I'm open to hearing them. I'm open to, to, to point it out to us, comment, or drop a link where, you know, we can hear something else. We can hear, you know, um, what we're missing. We can find the piece that we may be missing in this conversation. But I think we've done a pretty good job, not from just a Christian perspective, but from the just the, the middle ground of the conversation. That's why I keep, I don't think, Aristotle is the only guy that can tell us everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I keep referencing him because he's not a Christian. I'm not trying to get Christians, mm-hmm. you know, or come from a Christian perspective. But this is outside of the mind of a Christian, outside of theology. Yeah, that'd be theology. It's theism, I guess, but not theology. So do you have anything to add as far as creation or the first cause, who created God? You know, no. I think, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty cut and dry. There's a lot there. It's complex, but I think it's pretty cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Um, something did it, and there's limits to our knowledge. Yeah, but I was, um, just to kind of go back to the, the the time thing, it it you have to be familiar with that concept that he's outside of time, um, in order to understand what's being spoken of when we reference God, you know, and and why certain arguments mm-hmm. shouldn't be put on the table. Mm-hmm. I can see. See, if it were me, I don't. I I wouldn't like someone to say where God come from. Just like I wouldn't think it'd be fair for me to be like, well, if aliens did it, where they come from? Mm-hmm. Or if the Big Bang did it, where'd that gas come from? Or whatever the first cause is, where'd the first cause come from? Mm-hmm. We none have an answer to it. Now, if you want to talk about it, um, to 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 join together in speculation and wonder then let's do that. But I don't think we can do it as an argument to disprove the other one. Mm -hmm. Because none of us have an answer to that. You you understand? Like, I'm not saying don't ask the question. I'm not saying don't wonder about it. I'm not saying let's not talk about it. Um, But I'm saying that it's not a sufficient tactic or question on either side. Because no one can answer it. That's probably one of the only things I think is rock solid, concrete fact from everyone that I can find is that, man, the first cause is the first cause, and that's about all we know. You know, you know, you know what I mean. Is that fair? Yeah. Um, so, we we definitely stuck into some scientific conversations, and to go from here, I do want to deal with some issues they have with our God. I don't think it's relative, but it is in the conversation, and because it's because it's questions that that are asked, and because it's issues that they have, I guess that now it becomes relative mm-hmm. because they've they brought it into the conversation. So. Um, we want to deal with why is there atrocities in the world, and um, I want to deal specifically with the killing of innocent uh, children and uh, women in further episodes. Um, and I don't know if we should, we can put them in one. I guess we'll see. But uh, stay tuned for the next episode. We're going to deal specifically with why the world is. If someone 
made this all for a purpose. And we believe he's benevolent, good, and he is the epitome of love. Why are innocent people hurt? Why are there atrocities? Why is there so much evil? Um, stay tuned. Uh, this is the Axe 42 podcast. Thanks for listening.